The corpse drifted and settled, face down amongst the reeds. He moved a little closer, staring down blankly, incredulous. The weather was close and sultry and almost unbearably hot. The surface of the lake was scummy, with an oil slick at one end. He wouldn't mind betting that someone had dumped a stolen car. Once, years ago, he remembered, the lake had been drained. The muddy bottom had looked like an alien city, with its weed-draped rusting vehicles and bikes and prams and even a small caravan. Tires had reared out of the silt in spread-eagled piles, and there were the skeletons of dogs and sheep and what looked like a horse, but might have been a cow, although he had never seen a herd of cattle on Belstead Marsh. The bright green boggy land and the nearby dusty woods were too near London, only a few miles from the east end. There was the lake, a few dewponds, and an awful lot of refuse. Local people didn't regard the marsh as a place of possible beauty. They saw it as an eyesore that had been dumped on for years and was past reclaiming. But the marsh had been their playground when they were kids, and he still had a certain affection for the place. He had imagined the corpse would sink, but it hadn't. Should he nudge the thing out into deeper water? But how? He'd have to plunge in, wade or even swim, and the thought of being in that brackish filth repelled him, even more than the terrible event that had happened between them. Of course he no longer hated him, but he didn't feel any grief either. In fact, he didn't feel anything much, only a steely numbness and now a strange curiosity. He'd never seen anyone dead before. A few minutes ago the floating thing had been alive, a flesh-and-blood human being. Now it was nothing at all. He remembered the carved letters on his grandfather's grave. Death is nothing at all. It does not count. I have only slipped away into the next room. Nothing has happened. Everything remains exactly as it was. But the corpse, once a person, was in the lake. Nothing was going to remain exactly as it was, and the biggest influence in his life was now nothing at all. The corpse drifted again, but only even further into the reeds. There was no wind and the lake was stagnant, filled with rainwater but without any springs. There couldn't be any kind of current, so how had the corpse moved? He continued to gaze down. What would he do if someone came? But no one ever did. This was a stinking tip of a place, a no-man's land, even the birds seemed to avoid the lake. Belstead Marsh was known locally as Rancid City, largely because of the dumped vehicles that had built up around the lake as well as below its surface. The only living creatures he had ever seen in the water were frogs, sometimes by the dozen, croaking away. But tonight they hadn't appeared or made any sound at all. The evening heat was oppressive. There was a smell of rotting weed, and he could just hear the dim noise of traffic on the arterial road that ran past the marsh. He should go now. But he still couldn't tear himself away, because he was trying to remember what the hatred had been like. He had been full of it, but now he couldn't imagine how it had felt. He was as dead inside as the corpse nudging the reeds like a shop dummy or a large discarded doll. A dragonfly buzzed, and now he thought he heard a frog croak but couldn't be sure. Once again he thought of his grandfather, 
and remembered the hymn played at the end of his funeral. Abide with me, fast falls the eventide. The darkness deepens, Lord, with me abide. For the first time, the numbness went and tears came into his eyes. How had it happened? How had death come just like that? And now it was too late. He had not acted fast enough. He had not acted at all. Time to go. He moved slowly away and then looked back at the reeds, smelling the foul air but no longer able to see the floating thing. Then, as if drawn by a magnet, he retraced his steps and stared down yet again. The corpse floated, one fist clenched, the other hand open, fingers trailing lazily in the cloudy water. I've got to go, he told himself. Someone will come. But no one did, although he didn't bother to look, and it was dark before he left the corpse's side.